What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Ethan and Terry Show, a podcast dedicated to covering and tackling the latest in sports and entertainment. It's your boy Ethan, aka Easy Pull Up, here with Terry Jenkins Jr. for episode number 77. I want to shout out to all of our first time viewers and listeners, as well as our last time viewers and listeners. Be sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the pod, leave us a rating and review, and let us know how we're doing. It's been almost two months since our last episode. So much has transpired. Terry, um, before we get into it, man, how have you been? I, I feel like I haven't seen you in person. Now this is our first video episode, probably in like over two years at this point. <laughs> I don't think it's been that long, bro. We had video a few years ago, but um, I've been great, bro. Working, bro. I ain't gonna again crazy like crazy. Um, if you guys know who follow me on Instagram, got the pilot going right now, twenty something. Um, it's going good. Doing way better than what I expected. Um, course school, bro. It's cool as usual. Um, and being a father, bro. That's it. So everything's great, man. Just, just a lot of work. That's it. But hey, I'd rather be working than to be bored, man. To be honest with you, I feel you, man. It's always better than the alternative. I'm definitely gonna take some responsibility over the last two weeks, not being able to stay close to you on sports, man. I was I was down in the desert for Coachella. Uh, it was for work, not not just for play. Even though I had a great time, uh, <laughs> you know, being up here, being up here in the Northwest, bro, is like I didn't realize how much my skin complexion had changed because, like, the sun is barely out here, bro. It's like cloudy for like ninety <laughs> percent of the year. But I went down there, bro. Came back. Uh, I looked myself in the mirror. I'm like, bro, I'm like a totally different person. <laughs> to- totally different person, bro. So it was good. To- bro, I'm saying, man, I was like. It's crazy, bro. I was FaceTime with somebody once, and they're like, "Dude, you look pale." I was like, "That's crazy. I've never heard that before." <laughs> so, so other than that, though, good to be back. We're really glad to be back, rocking with y'all here on the Ethan and Terry Show. It's almost like I don't even know where to begin, but Terry, let's just keep it more recent. NBA playoffs. Terry, you as a Giannis fan, I don't know if you're a Bucks fan, but you as a Giannis fan, just completely disappointed to say the least. Sad, yes. maybe. Who knows, no, man? We know yes. the Bucks, bro. Knocked out the first round by Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat. So number one seed in the Eastern Conference going down. I mean, and, that, and that's just like the tip of the iceberg, right? There's just so much other stuff that happened. Warriors went to a seven-game series with the Kings. Um, I mean, we know the Sixers swept the Nets. I mean, Terry, bro, like right now, before we kind of get into the current matchups, what's, how are you feeling just about the way that the NBA playoffs has gone so far? I'm hurt, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm hurt. <laughs> hurt. Like, like. I was not expecting the Bucks to lose. Definitely not the first round. Um, I was thought it was a sure thing that they were going to go to the finals. I mean, you look at the Eastern Conference now; it's, it's open, wide open. Um, no one seems to have the better team, and I know we we came into it thinking it was just three teams: the Sixers, of course, the Bucks, um, and the Celtics. But now you look around the league, man. Miami's been playing. Great. I honestly thought they should have won that last game they played against the Knicks. I feel like the Knicks got lucky. Um, the Knicks been playing great as well. Jalen Brunson, I did not expect him and the New York Knicks to do that, Ethan, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, to beat those guys in just five games, I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. I honestly had Cleveland winning probably in five or six games. Um, but Little did I know, I was completely wrong. Um, Jalen Brunson is that guy. He's proven that he's that guy. Um, and he said a lot happened, so I know it's kind of a lot to catch up. Memphis getting beat by the Lakers. Dylan Brooke kind of 
popping off, as you want to say, talking talk shit, and it didn't work out. <laughs> so, you know, that, <laughs> that, that, that whole ordeal, and now he's released and looking for a new team. Um, and so, bro, it's a lot happened, but the biggest disappointment, at least for me, is Giannis, bro, uh, and the Bucks. I, I understand he was hurt. Technically, he only played two of the five games because he got hurt in the first quarter of the first game. Um, but I, I definitely think he needs to go back to the drawing board and just make his free throws, bro. I mean, that's that's my favorite player, and I got to be transparent. He missed like eight free throws in that game. You just make three of those free throws, y'all win the game, you know. Right. So have to be more consistent. We saw on the great championship run, including that game six against the Suns, we saw him not miss. Well, no, he missed, what, two free throws? But I think it was like 16 out of 18 or 14 out of 16. But we saw him damn near go perfect for from the line. Um, right. And so he, he just needs that energy. I understand he was dealing with some back spasms. I've had him before, actually. Beginning the last year, and, bro, it's, it hurts like hell. I went to the doctor, and one month I went to the emergency room twice, bro. Twice because wow. I thought it was like my, my kidney or what was it, and it was just simply back spasms. But that's how bad it hurts. So I can only yeah. imagine being a professional athlete like Giannis on his level, and also being damn near seven foot. Like you know, I'm six. Right. He's seven foot. You know, and having to deal with that back pain. So maybe that was stressing my control I mean, line. I mean, don't I mean don't be modest, bro. You're like six four. <laughs> I'm not seven foot though, bro. Like, <laughs> like, that's the big difference, bro. Like I, if yeah, I saw yeah, you, yeah. I'm like, damn, you're just tall, bro, and, I, and I'm tall, so <laughs> just like. Yeah. But I can only imagine the pain he was going through. Um, let alone Drew Holiday didn't have a great performance in the last game. Chris Middleton, he was injured all season. He really probably had an entire year. He probably had two games that he actually looked like himself. Um, so. I mean, it's tough, but in, in words of Giannis, it's not a failure. It's definitely staged in the process to get to another championship, even though he has one. Um, I'll just be very interested to see what moves, if any moves, um, the Bucks make this offseason to kind of make that that team a lot better. Um, just some advice. Well, give it Grayson Allen. Let's get rid of Grayson Allen, no matter what you do. Get, get rid of him. Because how do you I not mean, take I, I, with. I mean, it was questionable. It, it was certainly questionable seeing. You just seeing go him to take a hero. Yeah. I, I still I mean, yeah. Hero, bro. He just, I, I don't was know. So, it was so slow. It was such a slow Euro. <laughs> and, and then just like watch, watching the time expire was just like, it was devastating. Euro <laughs> still. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, well, not, Terry, but, well, before, well before, before we switch back or switch over to a different. Um, I guess segment within basketball. I mean, Terry, when you look at the team, right? I know that Chris Middleton has been struggling with injuries. Uh, it seems like what maybe most of the last year in total. Um, you know, and and that's and that's Giannis's running mate, right? With within their within within their whole uh, within their whole team journey. So, I mean, how much of that played into effect, right? Like, I mean, Middleton's supposed to be that other guy, and not kind of having him. You know, seemingly as effective as he was of, of yeah. years past. I mean, do 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 you think that the Bucks should probably explore maybe bringing in additional help, or could you see Chris Middleton being on the move? Uh, definitely, definitely, I would explore bringing in more help. I mean, I 
I'm not in ownership. I don't know what, what value they see in Chris Middleton, to be honest with you. No disrespect to Chris Middleton. I never, for, per se, thought he was that guy. All-star? Cool. You can give him that because he's been an all-star. Um, but other than that, I never saw him as – I see Chris Middleton to me as like a fourth-tier guy in the, in the NBA. He's not in that third tier, definitely not that second tier, not close to the first and with injuries that he's had as far as to his knees, that will only decline his performance as well as his age. Um, and so I, I think they should go out and look for somebody else. You already know who I want to get. You already know. Who. I want to make the call to Portland, bro. I'm like, I want to just, just, just call up Portland, off of Drew Holiday, off of Chris Middleton, and as many picks as you guys want, and, and we'll take Dane off your hands, and we'll figure the rest out. Um, but it's going to be other people. Of course, Dane's going to be available. There's rumors about Jalen Brown, Kyrie Irving rumors about him being available. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. DeAndre Ayton's probably going to be available, which I don't like that matchup, but just someone else to throw out there. Um, so it's going to be some guys that, that are going to be available this offseason. So if I am the Bucks, I'm definitely trying to make a move because you don't want to put yourself in a position – you pay out, play out, let's say, next year and a year after, and you guys are still kind of in the same area. Now, not only do you have an aging Chris Middleton, an aging Drew Holiday that's not even close to the same status as Giannis, now you have Giannis on an aging team that needs to have a rebuild in order for him to compete. And Giannis is probably not going to stay around for a rebuilding period. Um, you no know, superstar or future Hall of Fame won't. Well, Famer wants to anyway, so yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny you even bring you even bring it up because I feel like him and Dame are literally in a very similar position, right? In terms of yeah. just like kind of evaluating where you are, I guess, on the one end of your career. Dame, Dame being older uh, than than Giannis, of course. We know yeah. that they have the relationship. We know that they have, you know, seemingly it's like they have at least you can assume some chemistry, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I guess in, in hopes of wanting to play together. But, I mean, not to feed into the rumor military, but word is is that um, they're not so sure about Giannis's, not necessarily his future, but his mm -hmm. current state of happiness with the team, right? Oh, which we And which we know it's, and I, I don't, I mean, you probably know more, more so than me. And this is me having the conversation because I'm, I'm, I'm not too certain because it seems random. It's like, yeah, you, you've won the championship. They can, they're, they're paying you all this money. Like he's, he'll get a statue in that city. Like, you know, he's a lovable guy. Like, you know, he's not just like chasing the big market or, or nor is he just like wanting to leave. But of course, Dame was like that at one point, but now it's like, oh, well, this actually might become a reality. What do you think the odds are though? Like if we're just having a real honest conversation of Giannis possibly teaming up with Dame in Portland, if he's that dissatisfied with the Bucks organization right now, even more so than Dame is dissatisfied with the Trailblazers organization. It all comes down with that pick. It all comes yeah. down because Giannis can be disappointed. He can. But at the end of the day, Giannis being disappointed is probably different than a lot of people in this world being disappointed because he's such a happy, go-lucky, energetic guy. You feel what I'm right, saying? Like, right, he, right, right. get mad at you today. He's the type of guy to be, you know, buddy-buddy with you tomorrow. And so he's not hard to please. 
Um, he's just very competitive. He, I think Giannis just wants to know from management and from, from the coaching staff that our plan is to continue to compete to win. And as long as they're doing things to appease that status quo, per se, then, yeah, Giannis will stay. Now, if Giannis is really unhappy with Mike Boonehoser and Mike not allowing him to guard Jimmy Butler when he acts to in the end of the game, or the fact that Mike drew up a play that involved Giannis down low in the post instead of giving him the ball on the top of the key and letting him decide, you know, whether to kick it out or drive. If he's upset with Mike, then that's another conversation. Then we could see him leave the Bucks. But I'm be honest, if he's upset with Mike, the Bucks are going to say bye to Mike Boonhoser. And they're going to keep Giannis. They're going to do whatever they can in their power to keep Giannis. Unless Giannis just comes out and say no. So the chances of Giannis leaving, at least now, and this is just my opinion, and it's more so his personality, you know, and what I got. I don't know him personally at all, but what I gather from what we see as far as in the media, I don't I don't see him leaving. I, I see if Giannis has a problem with anybody in an organization, including the owner, <laughs> I got them getting rid of themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting rid of yeah. Giannis. If Giannis went to the right. owner right now and said, bro, I don't like you. I don't want to be here. The owner would sell the team as high as he can with the value of Giannis and say, I'll leave, bro. You can pick the owner. That's how valuable it is to that organization. At, at that point, at that point, Terry, that's like the city of Milwaukee being like, hey, look, get rid of this, sell this team now. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is bigger than, than any owner or anyone who could ever own the bus. This is way bigger than them. This no, is a generational no. player we're talking about and Giannis no. Antetokounmpo. Right. So I, I don't know. But hey, you know, uh, one more note on this and then we'll, I can really want to get your thoughts quickly on the, uh, on, on the uh, Lakers, Grizzlies. Uh, matchup, <laughs> Terry. I heard. I heard they said Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, Nasir Little, and five first round picks to Milwaukee. For it better be six years, and it better be a top three pick. <laughs> that's the only. Uh, I would be getting one Yamba or Scoot Henderson, and that that's the only way. Hey, honestly, my name been Nasir. It might have been Nurkic, but um, but either way it goes, you. Either way it goes, you're absolutely right. It does depend on that pick. I, I cannot no, wait. I don't yeah. know when the lottery is. I think it's – I want to um, say it's the game the, the day before the finals, the first game of the finals, I think. Either that or like the oh, day after yeah. the game of the finals. One or other. But it's around the finals. Yeah, no, no, that definitely sounds right. Uh, but moving quickly, though, Terry, uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned the Grizzlies and Lakers. What just what were your thoughts on just how that all transpired? I mean, a two seed, a young two seed, a very braggadocious two seed, if you will, with the Memphis Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks, of course, being the villain, right? John Morant, everything that he had gone through this past season, leading up here into this point, into the first round. Of course, Brandon Clark is injured. Uh, Steven Adams is out as well. I mean, Terry, are you surprised that Memphis lost? First, sorry for Yana. I'm definitely showing my age here, man. Um, <laughs> but surprised that they lost? Honestly, no. After the first game, no. Because when, when I saw them match up against the Lakers, my first I, 
thought was kind of like, how are they going to score on a consistent basis? Because they don't, they didn't have a good half court offense, um, and and then the, the Lakers are just so long, and so I'm not surprised. I, I'm surprised at everyone's reaction, um, including Memphis, like getting rid of Dylan Brooks. I feel like that's an overreaction. Um, I feel like he was good for the game. I feel like him talking trash was good for the game. I don't see anything wrong about Dylan Brooks at all, other than the well, fact do you, that he you think it's a deeper issue then? Do you think it's a deeper issue then? Oh yeah, oh yeah. When he first got cut, bro, I'm not gonna lie. My first idea was or thought was that he got into it with somebody in that locker room, and it had to be somebody like John Moran or Triple J. Like or even Dylan, not Dylan Brooks, even Desmond Bain. He had to get into it with one of those three guys. Something had to transpire that we'll probably never know about, honestly, because of the way things have been going on in Memphis with Jai and everything else. The media probably wants to keep everything on hush hush at this point, at least the, the Memphis media. Um, but I think something definitely happened within that locker room. I, I don't think they announced or would announce this early, like the Bro, they just lost and got bounced, what, last week? Why come out this early and make it known that we're not going to resign that guy? I don't think it had anything to just do directly with the series or what he said to LeBron or, or even the media or even him skipping out on the media. I don't think it had anything to do with any of that. I think something transpired in a locker room. Somebody, to sum it up, you should have kept your mouth shut and and Dylan probably said something back. And then that's when it came to the point where it's just like, okay, we got to get rid of you. You know what I'm saying? Just this behavior. Um, we may never know. I do think a team will pick up Dylan Brooks. I think it will be a contending team. I don't think it's going to go anywhere like Detroit or anything like that. I could see him going to a Philly, um, Bucks, even Miami. I, I That demeanor that he carries, I, I could see him going to a team like that. If I'm Memphis, you better hope he doesn't stick around the West. You know, the Phoenix Suns, which you will probably get into them a little bit, they're going to need some help next year as well. So, I mean, he, he has a demeanor. He was a way better three-point shooter last year. This year it kind of dropped off. Maybe have to do with the style of play there in Memphis. Who knows? Um, and he's a good defender. And whether you want to. Talk about anything else he does. He defends and he gives effort, maximum effort on that side of right. the ball. I feel like just because of his defense and his ability to knock down a three-point shot in certain situations, I think he'll definitely land a spot on somebody's team. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's certainly making Draymond Green's words about uh, Dylan Brooks appear to be borderline, secularly speaking, prophetic, <laughs> if no. you will. <laughs> speaking up, speaking up on his demise. Uh, but to your point, this is this isn't the last of, of him. Like you said, great shooter when 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 he can turn it on, right? And, and also a great defender, great energy guy. So no doubt in my mind either. But speaking of Draymond, speaking of the Warriors, I really want to segue Terry really quickly into where we are now in the conference semifinals. I mean, you got Warriors, Lakers, got Nuggets and Suns. If you could quickly start with Nuggets and Suns, what's your current take on that series, and who do you have advancing? I feel like the Phoenix Suns are about to get swept. Yeah. 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 And, and I haven't drunk, <laughs> I haven't drunk the wine yet. It's here, Ethan. It's here. 
<laughs> I haven't drunk yet. I haven't, I haven't yeah. sipped none of it yet. Sober mind. I legit feel like the Suns are going to get swept. And it brings me back to last year, similar situation of KD was in Brooklyn. And after the first two games, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to watch Kevin Durant get swept by the Celtics. Then game three happened, Ethan. And I was shocked after game three. And I was like, okay, Kevin can at least get one game. And he did. And I feel like the same thing is happening in Boston. I mean, not in Boston, in Phoenix. What makes it worse now, you have you have Chris Paul who's out with a groin injury. Ethan, he's not coming back. Sorry, we we both know about groin injuries. That's that's not an injury you can just be, especially when it comes to basketball, having to move laterally. It's not an injury you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm back and I'm ready to go. Um, so he's going to miss the rest of the series, which that's going to be huge for Phoenix, not just as far as facilitating and knocking down shots, it's more of that leadership on the court, that guy who went when the Nuggets go on a 10 on run. All right, let's, let's come on, guys. Let's, let's keep our head in the game. It's a person who's going to encourage you throughout the game. He's gone now. We know KD isn't a leader. And just he even admits that. That's just not him. D Book doesn't seem like a vocal leader. And I don't even know what DeAndre Aiden likes doing besides playing video games. And so. I see them being swept, bro. This different Nuggets team is serious, and they're hungry. Yeah. And for the first time in, what, two, three years now, they're finally, finally fully healthy. Finally. I, I don't I don't see them easing up, bro. Not, not one quarter, not one game, not one possession. I don't see them easing up. I see them destroying the Suns, and I think they're going to sweep Phoenix, bro. And it's crazy that I'm saying this because this will be the second year in a row that KD has been swept. Mind you, has Kobe Bryant ever been swept? Has LeBron James, as horrible as those Cleveland teams were, has he ever been swept? I think he got swept in 07 in the finals against Spurs. 07 in the finals. Did they sweep? Did Spurs sweep or did he get one? I, 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 think, they, I think they swept him. It was a pretty quick series. Okay, it was a quick series. But you, you start to have a conversation about KD. What, what the point I'm trying to make is you start to have a conversation about KD and his legacy. And I kind of brought this up the other day in the chat. How would we view KD legacy if he doesn't win another ring outside of the ring that he won with Golden State, which is obviously the easiest ring in sports history. So... What will be the conversation? How will we look at And I know Kevin Durant, he doesn't care. He's announced it. He's told us all. He don't care about what we think about his legacy, you know. But at the same time, you have such a, a great, outstanding player and score of the basketball. And I don't feel like KD, as far as ceiling, is going to reach his peak in his career. I feel yeah. like he could definitely won more championships to have more accolades, but injuries, number one. And then number two, ring chasing. I mean, it, it is what it is. And that's why it's going to be a glowing light on his career because, KD, you did what LeBron did but was successful, but you failed. You tried to ring chase, and, and it's not working out. It only worked out once. Other times you did it without Curry. 
You didn't even make it out the first round. If he doesn't make it out this year, you didn't even make it out the first yeah. round. Well, it's certainly a standard of excellence that you know fans and, and basketball experts, media included, that we all hold you know great players to, right? So whether he likes it or not, there is a certain benchmark I think that he will probably be measured against. I mean, it is what it is, but as long as he's able to sleep at night and hold it down himself. Hey, I guess he can't ask for too much. I imagine KD probably has like the seventh softest bed in the world, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> that man paid KD. He damn near a billionaire. He got a nice bed. I'm pretty sure he sleeps well. Paid. And uh, but quickly, Terry, going into the Warriors Lakers series. Uh, last night, you know, Lakers got got game one, took game one at or at uh, Chase Center. Excuse me. Uh, hmm. What what what's your take on on that on that first game and then how the Lakers came out how AD came out thirty and twenty three oh yeah um <laughs> I've never seen or watched a game like that before in my life bro the Warriors attempted fifty threes and only attempted six free throws and the Lakers attempted like 40 free throws and only attempted like 12 threes somehow, even though threes are worth way more than free throws, the Lakers won. Um, but I got to get props where it's due, bro. Anthony Davis set the tone for that game. He came out and he's supposed to dominate. He's supposed to. The Lakers don't have anyone near seven foot tall. Not near. Kevin Looney, Maybe six nine ish. Maybe you you can give him six ten if he wearing you know the hot top forces. Maybe you want to give him six ten, but he's <laughs> he's not nowhere near close seven foot. And Anthony Davis just toys with him. Um, and so I give ADD props for coming out and handling this business. Now I will say this. Um, one I just thought this out real quick. Three seconds. That wasn't a bad shot by Jordan Poole. It was contested by Darvin Ham, <laughs> but it wasn't a bad <laughs> by Jordan Poole. He he hits 30 footers, man. I mean, 10 seconds on the clock. I would have liked to see him take another drill, maybe step up a little co- closer, maybe try to get a layup instead of trying to win the game with a three, maybe just get a layup and tie the game. Who knows? But at the end of the day, calling it a bad shot is a stretch. That is not a bad shot at all. Um, but I, I will say this, though. AD's not doing it every night. We all know that. Yeah. Anthony Davis do that four games in the series? We've never seen it. Never. Even in the bubble, we didn't see Anthony Davis go four games. In order for the Lakers to win, they're going to need Anthony Davis to do that for three more games. And I just don't see it. Biggest reason why he won't do it as well, Steve Kerr, does not get enough credit. And a lot of people didn't notice it, but they're going to notice it tomorrow. He ha- had a hard-ass decision to make yesterday, and it worked. No one can stop AD. They literally have no one that can stop AD. No one on their entire team. So instead of trying to get someone to bang with AD on a defensive side, knowing no one can what can I do to improve my offense? Because on the offensive side, we can't even drive in for a layup because we're scared to lay up on AD. What Kerr did in the last four minutes, which propelled the, the Warriors to go on that 15-4 run where they almost came back, he took Looney out the game and went small ball. 
forcing Anthony Davis on the offensive side of the ball to stay out of the paint because you got to go out there and hold Jeff Green or Draymond Green, whoever I have out there. Or if you're on Wiggins, you definitely have to go out to that three-point line, which opens up the floor, which opens up the spacing for Curry, Clay, Poole, even Wiggins to drive and do what they need to do. And that's why they went on that run. I would not be surprised to see Kerr start the game with that lineup or maybe Jeff Green in place of Kevin Looney, even if it's just for the first four minutes. Um, or have Looney sit early just to put that lineup back up, uh, out there just to make sure they have more time. Um, that way that offense can kind of stay fluent and, and stay in pace there. Um, but like I said, I don't think Anthony Davis is going to have that same performance. I have the Warriors still winning the series in six. I'm not going to say five. I'm not going to disrespect the Lakers. But if I'm LeBron James, if I'm Darvin Ham, and definitely if I'm Anthony Davis, when I went to sleep last night after that game, I am worried that the Lakers literally had 20 more free throw attempts, over 25 more points in the paint, and the Warriors barely won. And Anthony Davis had a historical game, by the way. You barely won off a missed shot by Jordan Poole. And so you you and arguably you can go back and even say Clay and Steph, if you look at their stats, they didn't have a good game. Shooting wise, they didn't have a good game. And so if I'm the Warriors, I feel good about my second game. If I'm the Lakers, I'm a little worried, but we'll see how it goes, bro. Um, as far as series, I got the the Warriors. I got them in six out of respect. I don't I don't see them getting both games in LA. I do feel like they're win the next two games. So won't be surprised. You know, I, I say they win the next two games, then Lakers come back and win, and then after that, I feel like the Warriors close them out by winning two more. Um, after that one, yeah. So real quick, real quick in the East, because I'll, I'll spare you because I know that Giannis and, and the Bucks aren't there. So it's I'll okay, spare you, man. Tell me right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, just real quick. I know, I know Jimmy was out game two. He'll be back, uh, hopefully, I believe, for game three down, down in Miami. But real real yes. quick, who you got taking who you, who you take the series out of Miami and New York? And also, who you got taking the series out of Boston and Philadelphia? Miami and New York. I got Miami in six. I don't. I don't believe in Julius Randle. I don't. I, I'm fooled with Jalen Brunson. He's nice, but I don't believe in Julius Randle. He damn near shot him out the game last game. Like literally, bro. He almost shot them out the game with all the step back threes. So I, I'm picking Miami um, in six there. When it comes to this Philly and Boston series, it is very interesting because it's like I watched two different teams. And I'm not talking about Boston. I saw the same Boston team worried that Jason Tatum was one for seven and only had seven points tonight. He lost my bet. Come on, Tatum. Uh, but worried about Tatum's <laughs> performance tonight. Um, I don't see that happening again, though. But it's like, is Joel Embiid healthy? That's the question. Yeah. He only played about 20 minutes tonight. Granted, they did get blown out of the water at the end. But even when he was on the court, he, when he was first on the court, he, he only took two shot attempts in the first five yeah. minutes. That's it. Had two points off of free throws, and then he missed two more free throws. And so it's kind of like his 
if you're Doc Rivers, do you want to keep forcing him out there knowing he's not that healthy, especially when y'all won on the back of a 45-point game by James Harden, who, like I've been saying all year, can still have those games consistently and given an opportunity? Um, and so Philly, Philly, see, they see – you're absolutely right, bro. It's a tale of two tales. And, and that's why I feel yeah. like from an off-season perspective, I, I am curious about what see, Philadelphia actually – Go ahead. No, no, I, I was finishing your sentence. You're curious to see what happens this offseason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so to your point, bro, it's like, yeah, do they do they sit and be, right? Well, actually, which they won't because, you know, it's the MVP night, game exactly. three, yeah. whatever. But, I mean, are, do they monitor his minutes a little differently? Do they kind of have different rotations? Because that Sixers team at Harden, that looked like a little bit of Houston Harden, bro. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. And you can't – and I know there's probably people out there saying, well, why don't James play the same way when, when Joel's out there? But you can't. You literally can't. Joel is too big. He clogs up the lane. And so if I'm defending James Harden, I'm I'm not worried about him trying to drive to the lane. And James, I will let James run into the lane. You can go, James. That's cool. It's crowded down there. So James can't really do what he needs to do as far as dribble and, and you got to worry about the blow by. You got to worry about step back. You can, he can't be that effective. I mean, he's definitely not getting no shot attempts when you have Joel, Maxie, and Tobias Harris on the court at the same time. Naturally, James is going to want to facilitate. Right. And so right. It's, it's tough. I know you asked that the point of this question is who's going to win the damn series? Because of the injury to Joel and B, question mark. And you know I hate Boston. I hate Boston. And Boston is probably just as inconsistent as Philly, but both of their superstars are currently healthy. And so I'm going to go with Boston. Um, I say Boston is seven games. I can see it going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth the entire series just by how, one, both teams are inconsistent. And then, two, we, we really don't know the, the full health of Joel Embiid and how he's feeling right now. Um, we still have to see what goes on there. And then also, just to throw this out here, Marcus Smart as well has a chest contusion, um, which really didn't bother him tonight. But, you know, they got good minutes from Derek White. Um, but, yeah, I, I got right now, I'll say I have the Celtics in the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, and I have Denver and the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, my take my take mirrors yours, Terry. Um, as much as like I really am cheering for LeBron because it's kind of here. It's hitting me that we don't have that much, I guess, left in terms of seeing him play oh, at an elite level. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's really setting in because I mean, Bron's been in the league since Terry we were ten years old. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm trying I'm trying to do a better job of of cherishing the moments of, of watching greatness. Same goes with with Steph as well, and even Clay. No. And, 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 of course, Draymond is like that original trio. But um, but all that to say, though, Terry, it's funny you say that you hate Boston. I don't think anyone has ever heard a New England Patriots fan say that they hate anything about Boston in general. Cause, I mean, but, hey, you're not from there, so, you know, you got to get that pass. We don't know why I'm in <laughs> I don't like the Bruins. I don't like the Red Sox. I don't like Celtics. only thing I like in Boston Literally, bro, it's the Patriots. Uh, that's it. I, I don't even want to I guess go they're technically. 
I guess they're technically in Foxborough, so there's that. Um, speak, there you go. Speak it's, of, it's, it's 30 speak minutes, of, but still. 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 I mean, hey, it's still a technicality. Speaking of football, though, let's see if we can get into it, into this, though, Terry, about the NFL draft. Um, a lot of movement on last week. Bryce Young going number one to the Carolina Panthers, your boy out of Alabama, followed by the Texans trading up <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm saying? After they got after they got CJ out of Ohio State, they messed around and got Will Anderson Jr. I mean, I mean that, that's just like the top of just what went down. But so Terry, just how? What are your thoughts on on the uh, NFL draft? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Who any surprises? How how you feeling about the draft on last week? Biggest surprise. First, first, I, I, I would like to answer questions in chronological orders. Biggest biggest winner. And probably also biggest surprise as well. So I give another another winner out there. Um, it's a tie. First, I have to give a shout out to the Houston Texans. I was scared and terrified. And I'm not a Houston Texas fan. I just live here. And I I do. And I like to go to the games. I just do, you know, good vibes. <laughs> but I was scared, terrified <laughs> that they were not gonna pick a quarterback. I just I was so confused. It's, it's been news here. On the radio and everywhere circulating that we weren't gonna pick up a quarterback, and I was just so confused. Cause I'm just like, Are y'all just planning on losing again and trying to tank for Caleb Williams? Like, I don't, I don't understand. So when they drafted C.J. Stroud, I was like, okay, that's the right decision. I like C.J. Um, I like C.J. and Bryce. It's hard for me to pick. I, you know, I'm a Bama fan through and through, but I've watched C.J. Stroud, and you have two plays since he was a sophomore. His size. His mobility, his arm strength, his leadership, he is ready. He's ready. I feel like he was ready last year. Uh, and the only thing that he, to me personally, that he has over Bryce is, of course, his size and then as well his arm strength because he can he can gun that ball down the field. Um, and then, then as far as character, I feel like they Texans got the right character guy. Um, don't have to go too deep into the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, but they got more, even aside from Deshaun Watson off the field antics, Deshaun Watson was never that face of the franchise. Like Even when the Texans tried to throw him in commercials with the Campbell suit, it all just looked really awkward. Um, CJ has that swagger to him. He has that sauce, that juice, whatever you want to call it. He has that ick factor to where you could put him front page, headline, this is our guy, this is our future, look at him. Um, you can do that with CJ. And then Will Anderson, bro, is perfect. I told people last year, if you go back and watch the Texans games, a lot of them were close, but mainly they were close because of their defense. The Texans had a good defense. You add Will Anderson, you just get even better. Um, and so I, I definitely think the Texans made some huge moves, especially in the week, week conference. Um, Tennessee, don't know who their quarterback going to be. They they. Drafted Will Levis, they fell for it, uh, <laughs> and so they don't know who their quarterback's going to be there in Tennessee. Um, the Colts, see what happens with the Colts, see who they have starting come week one, and then of course after that you got the Jaguars, but everyone else in there, the Texans can kind of compete with aside from the Jaguars in my opinion. I'm not going to say they're going to make the playoffs, but they definitely are on the up and up, and then. Second, I got to give it to the Eagles, bro. Did not see that coming. I mean, 
to get DeAndre Swift, to, to, to stack up even more on the defense. Like, when you already had the, by far the best defense last year. And, I mean, shout out to, to whoever the personnel was because, hey, drafting all players from Georgia in Alabama, perfect decision. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what you do. Why look at any other school? Uh, right. and, and so well, they're they're ready and priming ready. Uh, disappointment. The Washington football team. I know they just changed ownership, and I know with ownership comes a lot of other changes, and and the team may want to go in this direction and that direction. But for you not to go after any quarterback in the draft, not one. You you're looking. Not only in in Washington football team, or Washington, my bad, Washington Commanders. Not only are you looking at the Commanders fans and saying we believe in Sam Howie, you're looking at obvious football fans and telling us all you believe in Sam Howie, which Ethan, no one believes in Sam Howie. I'm sorry, Sam. I don't even think your girlfriend believes in you, Sam. Uh, but it's just not gonna it's not gonna work out. And I I don't know I don't know why the commanders didn't didn't go for a quarterback. It's like they didn't even try um, in this year draft, bro. So that's the biggest disappointment to me. Uh, it's like give some type of effort. There's also rumors that they're gonna get rid of you know my boy Chase Young down there. Um, so so maybe they're gonna try to shift some things around. Who knows? But I, I don't feel like they they even tried this on season. If they tried to do anything. Try to get worse, maybe, if, if that's possible. I mean, Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, Jake Fromm. I'm just I'm saying. Out of those three, I'm going to roll with Fromm, bro. I'm going to roll with Jake. I'm going to roll with Jake. You're not, not, not going to roll with Jacoby? Bro, Jacoby has been on so many teams bro, at this point. At this point. Oh, and you know God. he started in New England. But at this point, bro. Some he's he, nah, nah, nah. Uh, Jake, get out there, Jake. Let's see what you could do. I mean, I guess. It, I mean, yeah. At that point, you might as well get out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. That Terry, the Terry, the uh, my bad. I, I didn't know. I wanted to let you finish your thought there. Didn't know if you had anything I else to add. Know, on yeah, that. I don't know if you noticed, but you you lagged a little bit on your end. But I was done. I was done with my thought there. Okay. I was just saying, Jake, get out there, throw the ball around. I feel bad for Terry McLaren, man. I mean, guy's a great receiver. He just never has anyone to really throw him the ball. Regardless of who's been throwing him the ball, he's been showing out. Um, sucks to be a Washington fan, man. It really does. It's tough. I mean, honestly, the NFC East just got brutal. Um, but all, all in all, going into the 2023 NFL season, super excited about it. Um, shout out to Lamar Jackson, man, for getting paid. So definitely want to speak on that, man. Like shout out to him, OBJ, Zay Flowers. They they, they drafted him. So mm. everything's looking up in Baltimore right now. Yeah, nice draft, that, bro. I said nice draft for Baltimore too as well. I mean, the biggest thing is keeping Lamar Jackson, man. It should have been paid, man. My bills suspense. I mean, at this point, it was like I was watching, you know. Or a romantic drama. We all know what's going to happen at the end. Just get together, okay? Just, just go ahead and get get back together, bro. We don't need the whole fairy tale and the sad crying scene and all. Just get back together. Um, but I'm finally glad they worked that out, even though I wanted him in New England. 
tears. I, I can sit the wine to that. Um, but uh, glad he's back there in Baltimore. It gives that division more parity. Um, we get to see him face off with Joe um, and, and Deshaun Watson and see those guys compete there. I'm I, The Steelers, Mike Tomlin, I'm not going to throw in um, Kenny Pickett. But it, it's just nice to see him in that division. It's nice to see him in a Ravens jersey. I really hope he retires in a Ravens jersey because Lamar and the Ravens, it just seem to go together. Just how Ray Lewis and the Ravens, or Ed Reed and the Ravens went together. So uh, I hope that relationship, that marriage stays. Um, shout out. Well, not really a shout out, um, but just got to deliver news. And Rodgers went to the Jets. Um, which now my team is officially the worst team in AFCs. Ethan, for the first time and probably since, since I was three, well, no, 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 that's uh, over since I was six, the Patriots' odds this year to make the Super Bowl, they have the 25th best odds tied. The Carolina Panthers, Ethan, have a bet. Better chance to make the Super Bowl this year than us. And they're rebuilding. We haven't announced a rebuild. They're obviously rebuilding. We haven't announced yeah. a rebuild. But, I mean, bro, it's, it's heartbreaking, bro. It's hard. We we have already a, a tough schedule. Just having to play the six games we have to play. The Bills, two against the Dolphins, then two against the, the new refined Jets. And then now we, we have to go outside and play teams in the NFC West as well next year. It's not going to work out. So I, I I pray we win three games next year, maybe four, maybe four. But it's, I don't see things on the up and up in New England, bro. I, but good, good for Aaron Rodgers. We'll see if he can do what Brett Farr couldn't do when he went there. Um, it's nice to see him, you know, Kicking it with Sauce Gardner. I don't know what's a more interesting relationship, Sauce Gardner and Aaron Rodgers, or Robert Kraft and McMill. I just don't know like which dynamics. Will. Now Aaron Rodgers, we do know he he, he likes to, to play around with, with recreational drugs. Um, so so maybe that's what him and, and Sauce Gardner have in common, and they can, you know vibe over what what's the psychedelic he took. I don't even know. Um, I just want to speak on that real quick. I mean, I just want to speak on that real quick, bro, because it look, when I said, now that you mentioned it, look at that Sauce Gardner next to Aaron Rodgers, bro. That's like when you go off and graduate high school, then you come back and you kick it with like your science teacher or like your, <laughs> or like your, your, your you, know, you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what that looks like to me. Um, but, but it's good. It's good chemistry either way. The Jets, bro, it's it's looking good. It's looking good for that franchise for once. Oh, um, yeah, so excited to see how how that's going to shake up. But nevertheless, as I mentioned earlier in the show, NBA playoffs in full effect right now. They're in the conference semifinals, so you know we're going to be watching that. We're definitely going to be giving you the latest on our takes. Um, I know tonight we saw Philly get some math, which is crazy. <laughs> um, but still a lot of great basketball left to be played. Still a lot of NFL news that we're still going to keep y'all up to date on as well. Uh, Terry, before we get out of here, man, anything else? Um, Not really, man. Shout out to LSU winning the championship. I know we didn't cover that. Shout out to those girls. 
out there, you know, doing their thing as they should, bro. And I hope they have a better season next year. Um, trying to think of anything else we may have missed. I know it's a lot that's happened, man. It's a lot that happened. Hey, um, you know but, what, man? If I'm if I'm if I'm, uh, if I'm LSU or better yet, if I'm like Mattel, who I believe makes Barbie, hey, didn't the Bayou Barbies oh, together, no, no, man? No. That's a they got, they got a that's a big bag, <laughs> big bag for Angel and team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Angel Reese, you, she really can get on top of there herself. Just you know, yeah, that, yeah. Have out the store, you can definitely sell it out in Walmart, or even just create your own little link and do it. Um, but that's it, man. I feel like it's something else we're missing. Another team that we we have to talk about, but maybe they're just too sorry for us to to kind of remember mentioning at this point. Oh, the Cowboys. They're, they're still the Cowboys. That's about it. I mean, we can end the show after that. Uh. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, honestly, it makes no difference to me because uh, I made it very clear. I'm, I'm I'm about as close to a bandwagon fan as you can get. Like, if they're, if they're, if they're not doing well, there's not much I can defend. I'm like a court-appointed I'm like a court appointed attorney for, for, like, the Cowboys, bro. Like, you lost. <laughs> it's over. Do the bid. No, seriously. But um, the rumors out there just throws out here as we end. Colin Murray, you don't know if he's gonna still stay there. Um, D Hop still is on the move. Derek Henry still hasn't went anywhere. Davin Cook still hasn't went anywhere. Um, so so the NFC NFL offseason definitely um, isn't over just yet. We still have a few plays there going. So just want to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Also, speaking of Arizona. Arizona Cardinals uh, have previewed or debuted their their new uniform series. Uh, nice clean look, minimal. May, might might be the best thing for that franchise right now. And also <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, are, the Seattle Seahawks are bringing back their their throwback blue uniforms, man. Lie, which, bro. Which, they tough, bro. I remember Sean Alexander back in the day. Yeah, I do, I yeah. do. Hey, and you know what, man? Honestly, if there's any team that can motivate me. Off the uniforms alone right now, it's probably the Seahawks. <laughs> but on, 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 on that note, they, 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 they had a good draft as well. They're going to have a very interesting offseason. I'm sure we're going to get into that. Um, but see, we're at time now, though. Terry, it's been good as always, man. I'll be talking to you soon, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro.